0: Welcome to the magic spark. I'm your host and personal wellness, witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self evolution, or as I like to call it self revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to our second bonus episode. Bonus episodes will come to light when spirit calls us to explore something extra, pretty straightforward. This episode takes us deeper into the magic messaging and healing of Black Moon Lilith. Lilith as an archetype is getting louder and louder. Did anybody just hear that engine go by my window (laughs) as a channel to bring through, to support us in these uncommon times we're living in. Lilith, her energy and Black Moon Lilith is wanting to support our capacity to navigate through these uncommon times, to heal and to not only imagine but instigate new outcomes with, specifically finishing out this year, 2022, and continuing through next year, 2023. We are abundantly blessed to be joined by a soul who lives deeply in Black Moon Lilith energy and is truly an expert in the messaging and application of the dark divine feminine aspect. Today, our special guest is Adama Sese, cosmic alchemist and astrologist behind LilithAstrology.com. You may already know her from her work featured in Cosmopolitan, Well and Good, Refinery 29, Essence, Bustle, The Today Show, and this is just to name a few. She is dedicated to empowering humanity through her profound knowledge of the universe and magic manifestation techniques. She believes that creating our reality through the combination of will and mind, also known as magic, can transform our lives in powerful and unstoppable ways. Through her personal traumas and triumphs, she realized that being a creator of her own reality is a daily way of being. And everything we do has an effect on our ability to create the life we desire. Prior to remembering her true life path and getting out of the corporate matrix, she worked for 10 years, over 10 years, in the digital marketing and content strategy space, mainly in the beauty, luxury, and lifestyle industries. She has a BS in marketing and a minor in psychology from the School of Business at SUNY. And she also has studied under the guidance of veteran astrologists through the National Council for Geocosmic Research, the New York City chapter, as well as holds certification from the Professional Astrologers Alliance. She's got a podcast as well as a book baby and a deck on the way. Adama, welcome to the magic
1: spark. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I am so grateful. And I think before we begin, I have to do a shout out um, because as Lilith is getting louder for me to bring through um, in the first bonus episode, I was like, okay, this messaging is coming through loud and clear. And am I ready to do this and capable? And I thought, well, yes. And I'm not an expert, right? And Black Moon Lilith is just so yummy and deep. And I reached out to Brandon and angel, the spiritual gaze and the first name off of their lips clearly was you. And I was like, Oh, thank goodness. Now I have a common like connection for me to be able to reach out for this. So I'm very grateful. The universe supports this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just super excited about today.
1: I'm always into align things as my intro said, but I think, I thank you so much for having me on because I love to talk about Black Moon Lilith. Yay. Hey. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my bread and butter. So <laughs> I love it. So
0: um, is there anything that you feel like sharing before we get started really focusing on Black Moon Lilith in this episode?
1: Um, I think it's wild that it, what was it? A truck or something that went off. <laughs> Cause I thought it was me. And I'm like, I'm like, of course. And then, then, yeah, I saw you mouth that. But like, I just think that that's, here we go. You know, that's, that, that's, that's Lilith. So. It,
0: totally. Because I live at, a, we're in Red Hook. It's very quiet. It's really mellow over here, which is what I love. Cause there's no subway or anything. And I'm like, literally, as I state, this is the loudest engine of all time right by the window. So if that's not synchronicity and clarity, I do not know what is. I also want to state that this um, recording and this episode is literally coming out, right? With the new moon in cancer. And I will let you speak to all of that. There's so much magic layering this. I reached out quite a while ago. You are crazy, wonderfully blessed and busy. Then you reached out and it was like, to me, felt, like odd timing. And I went, okay, we're gonna do this, but what are we doing? And then the timing is like, oh no, no, you're gonna do this under a new moon in cancer while Lilith is in cancer, and we're gonna just talk our faces off about black.
1: Yeah. Moon. Okay. Yeah. And the moon's in Gemini today as we prep for the new moon. So Mercury okay. Mercury. I love it. <laughs> all right. So let's just your tiny prompt.
0: I'm gonna hand it over to you. We're here in conversation. But okay. if you are could walk us through just the basics of Black Moon Lilith. I know my community is still learning. And so I think that every time we go back to basics, we all learn something.
1: Yes, so wow. Well, when I, I describe Black Moon Lilith, I definitely wouldn't include basic. So I know, I know, I know what you meant. Fair, fair, well, fair. Is totally fair. It's definitely not basic, that's for sure. So Black Moon Lilith is based off of the archetype of Lilith. And Lilith, as an archetype, is the, I would say the patriarchy would call her a harlot, a, um, a woman that needs discipline, a woman that needs to be controlled, a woman that needs to be tamed. But when we then flip the, that meaning to actually what Lilith is and who she is and who she is as an archetype, this is a woman who was strong in her divine femininity, who's strong in her high priestesshood. This is an archetype that knew that she was where creation is coming from and where it first sprang from in this myth. So she knew that she was her own sovereign being and that she is not an extension of a man. She is her own sovereign being. And if not the most more powerful than, than her counterpart, she's the creator and creators choose what they want to do in their own reality. So that's really the essence of the archetype Lilith. So I'll, I guess if, if people don't know the archetype or the story, I'll quickly, I'll quickly go over it. But basically, this is a biblical myth. And the Bible, any of the myths that we, we study as astrologers, from Jupiter to Saturn to Pluto, what these these planets mean, any of the myths that we study all stem from lessons or allegories. So the Bible and biblical stories are similar as well. And a lot of that obviously has been taken over by the patriarchy, hence why most of the women in the Bible are demonized anyway. But Lilith is the original woman in the Bible. And basically, and this is not in the New Testament that we all know, this, is, this was kind of buried <laughs> in the Old Testament and buried in ancient writings that we've now discussed over the past modern time, over the past hundred years. A lot of these stories have Been dug up or came into prominence or were discovered um, and reintegrated back into society. So Lilith was the first woman before Eve. And so the story goes that God created both Adam and Lilith from the dust equally. And he told Lilith and Adam to go forth and procreate, and they could take everything that they needed from the earth's bounty to live. And basically, Adam took it upon himself to want to control Lilith instead of that being his divine counterpart. And the bearer of the the procreation and the children and all of those things, he decided to control her. And during sex, essentially, he was like, "You need to lie beneath me because you're a woman." So basically, you're only a vessel. You're not you don't have your own consciousness. You need to do everything that I say." And if we take a look at the patriarchy and the way that that has gone down over the past, I don't know, five hundred years, this is the this is the narrative there, right? So, this all happened, and she said no, and she basically protested against it. She left, and she was turned into a demon and cursed by God and Adam. And then we all know the story of Adam and Eve later, and Eve was demonized as well. And yeah, so that's basically just a brief story of who Lilith is. And so, what I mentioned about archetypes and mythical stories and these deities and thing and, and mythical texts and things like that we as astrologers, the planets carry that energy. And back back in the ancient times when really astrology research was still pretty heavy, like they were really deciding what Pluto meant, not Pluto, excuse me. That's before 19, it's like 1931, Pluto was discovered. But before those days, the planets that you could see up to Saturn in the sky, they assigned archetypes. And basically these archetypes dictate the description of the energy. So it's, it's, it's basically we're a reflection of the cosmos and the cosmos are a reflection of us. This is why if you have cancer energy in your chart, you reflect that archetype. So where Black Moon Lilith is in your chart, you will reflect that archetype or there will be certain power imbalances that manifest in that area of your life. There will be demonization. There will be suppression. You will need to alchemize shadow energy, which are challenges and difficulties in your life and trauma into light and to empower yourself out of those difficult patterns so black moon lilith isn't sunshine and rainbows like venus is for instance Unless you say venus and scorpio it's a little different story but this like, is a different would, type of yeah, for Venus,
0: sometimes she hates sunshine at all but yeah
1: because yeah. venus and aquarius as well even though that's not technically a challenging position it's still like fighter venus so i'm not saying venus is all sunshine but. Venus and Libra, yes. like Venus and Taurus. There's, there's some light to that depending on what's aspecting, but Lilith is, is the warrior. So I also liken Lilith energy, um, to the goddess Kali. Yes. For instance,
0: she's Absolutely. the goddess of
1: death, birth and time yep. and destruction. And she shows us what needs to be carved out. She shows us the demonization. She shows us the darkness. So that it can be destroyed and turned into something else and alchemized. This is why um, Scorpio is associated with the planet Pluto. Pluto, I would associate some, it's not Lilith, of course. So I hope nobody thinks that I'm saying that. I'm. It's just similar energy in that it's about death, birth, and, and creation. I totally and agree can- with you, by the way. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So basically, this is the essence of Lilith, and it when I, I I do these 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 analysis of black moon Lilith in my client sessions and there's tears. It's not like it's not like I said. It's not fluffy sunshine and rainbows. It's shadow work. Um, I know for me specifically. And I, 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 every time there's like a new moon in cancer or a full moon in cancer, I'm always like, Oh, I don't know. You know, sometimes it'll be fine. Nothing's going to happen. And something happens. And literally it's like things about the mother maternal side of my family, which a lot of this, my, um, a lot of my inspiration comes from that. My own personal experience with my own, this is my own black moon Lilith, but that's coming up right now. And so this is the big thing for the collective is challenges around the divine feminine motherhood femininity as a collective, what it means, what, what that means and, and the suppression of it and the restriction of it all around, that's really going to come up right now. But that's also what Lilith is about too. So this is a, this Lilith is really like leading the charge right now in terms of world events and then yep. what's happening in your own life. So I love, I love tangents. So yes. <laughs> I do too. The
0: magic tangent, right? Cause this is where yeah. the sparks come from. I yeah. w- just want to lightly hop in because I just, yeah. I love, 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 and just say yes, yes, yes. To all of these things, right? Lilith is all the places that we have been other, all of the places we have been shoved into the shadows, right? Her myth alone is like a matter of perspective also. And I don't think we can, um, share this too many times, particularly in the times we're living in is that, you know, from the patriarchal like narrative, she was cast out and she was the mother of demons from the divine feminine aspect. She said, nah, I, this is, I do not agree to this. I'm leaving this situation. This is, I am not equal here. I'm not considered or treated, so I'm not staying. Right. And so this shift of like empowering perspectives between things of where we have left or have we been cast out, you know, like which, cause yeah. it, they're both right. It's the yes and space. And I just Lilith, I'm so happy to hear you say how much of the charge she's leading right now and how loud she is. And part of me goes, is it too soon to move into current political climate where Lilith is concerned. Right. So when we're looking at things happening in the U S and we have listeners all over the world, but with the U S everybody's got an eye on us. Right. And so this overturning of Roe versus Wade, you know, so many of us as practitioners, healers, astrologers, um, intuitives and psychics are, are like ain't nobody surprised for about 10 reasons. Right. Yeah. Are you, comfortable and willing to speak to that right now how because lilith is sitting in cancer and cancer is the great mother energy and so here we see these explosive places where we're being othered where we're trying to be controlled where it appears that we you know we have no autonomy over self and body specifically and like astrologically how black moon lilith is is leading the charge as you said I think that was the phrase would that be okay yeah
1: yes oh absolutely so black moon Lilith is less than a degree away or will be less than a degree away from the new moon in cancer so a new moon is when the moon and the sun form an exact connection in the same sign and they can initiate new beginnings and for big world events, I don't like to say that, oh, it's because of a new moon or full moon, because we really do look at the outer planets, which I'm going to talk about. But with the, with new moons and full moons, I do look at when there are there's going to be big movement within those bigger, larger events that have been brewing. This has been brewing. This isn't like- Yes.
0: I, <laughs> I, I, I posted something today and I need to say this because I always feel like I feel like this takes a lot of like preface for a second, because if I say something, then people are going to be like, oh, you know, it, my identity is very mixed literally from top to bottom. Um, I am, you know, Choctaw and Irish by birth, by biology. And my married name is Latin. I am not Latin Latina nor Hispanic. My children are, it is my identity though. And so what I've taught in these last few years, and I'm jumping in is that I think I feel like the white women in the room need more help understanding in the history of all of these things, right? Uh, So we need to be bold in saying this now because every movement from this point forward counts in this process of where we have been controlled, where we have been othered. And I think particularly white women, and I do identify as a white woman, you know, don't understand our own, uh, gosh, you know, being the minority, being... housed under inequality we don't even realize it and so i for some reason i want to pop in and say that because i think it needs to be so loud that people be surprised that it was overturned the moment it passed it was the moment they started trying and did start to unravel and retract and overturn it so this is a long game effort which i also feel like as a collective we're not very good at looking at the long game right And so I just feel like I want to support you in that. I want to clarify that. I want to run that home. This is not sudden. This was not a surprise. And for those who are surprised, y'all really need to turn your ears up and start listening deeper.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, So in terms of just, just let's add the race layer to it with Lilith, right? So these are, this is one of the things that I really ad nauseum say about Lilith and what differentiates me from other astrologers that specialize in it is that Lilith's experience is so identical to Black women in not only America, but in the the African diaspora, so worldwide. Um, We are the most demonized women on the planet. We are the most overlooked women on the planet, underpaid, undervalued. I'm going to start crying, but it's cancer, it's pneumonic cancer. It's so a pneumonic cancer. And I also welcome
0: the <laughs> tears. That is a signature of my work. So I feel like, oh, we're in the sweet spot now.
1: Here we go. So we are, and this is a lot of what my work is about and my book, and I say empowering humanity because I believe, and this is what intersectional feminism teaches us is when you fix the problem with the, the lower, with, with the deepest rooted problem, you fix it for everyone. Correct. So when people can follow my channel and, and they listen to what I talk about in my point of view, from, this is why I call what I call it. But I don't people get the tagline. Like I'm not a femininity coach. Like it's it's teaching Lilith through the d- dark divine feminine, through me, through my perspective. I like, I, I don't go and use other people's Lilith interpretations in my shit. This is all my shit. Cause this is my experience as a black woman. And I think everybody, doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or if you're white, black, whatever, you can learn from what I've went because I'm the bottom of the barrel. I'm the bottom of the barrel because technically when you look at the world, um, I don't think that about myself, um, but it took almost my entire life to alchemize that into what I'm now. And this is why I post the glamorous pictures I do. I've worked in beauty and this is also my, what I do. I have a Mars and Libra. But I do that because my grandmother wasn't allowed to do that. My great grandmother wasn't allowed to do that. My ancestors weren't allowed to do that. Black women as enslaved Black women were compared to animals. We were used to breed. We didn't have, we weren't able to be in our femininity. And that is what happened to Lilith. So literally when we fix our problems and our perspective is at the top of everything, it helps the world because when you fix the worst, the worst situation, it'll help everyone's situation at the end of the day. Sorry. <laughs> Do not apologize. Oh. You retract that apology. I'm so grateful.
0: I'm just like you... deep
1: into this book. So it's like, well, I, I, I am... sit here sometimes and cry because I'm like very emotional about so this. so
0: real. It's so real. So <laughs> thank you for trusting this space with that yeah. and just yes to all of it. I just, yes, to every, yeah. every single bit of that. I mean, the issues that we have, not just Roe versus Wade, right. The precedent to everything be controlled and like you, you it, it can be a domino for what's next and what's next and who's next and who's next. And again, this bridge between we are still, this is more of a grand scope of healing where my perspectives lie and where I would like to help. It's like this grand perspective of healing. We're still in categories which are valid and necessary, right? Like as far as queer folk, right? As a bi woman, as a mother, as a whole nother f- fucking category there, you know, of like in the workforce, at home, emotional labor, black women, you know, the, we just, we have so many, pieces that feel like pieces to the puzzle but i feel like what's coming next is that we just have to understand that we can't other each other anymore we can't be put in the separate pods that we're all othered unless you're a white male and so there is equality for none unless there is equality for all right Mm -hmm. and again when you look at the literal bottom of the barrel I am trying to find my place in my lane in this too, right? Like we need to be following black women and black trans women, like the least protected of the culture need to be exalted and are required to lead. So how do we support that? How do we amplify that? How do we create the voice as well as for those who identify as white, like how do we integrate and learn without sucking
1: up all the light in the room and all the energy? Like, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, that's just Lilith is my, my experience. Yeah. So, so this is what intersectional feminism teaches us. And I don't even consider myself a feminist at this point anymore because I, I, what you're saying here. Yeah. We need to be peopleless, and we need to want to elevate and uh, help humanity ascend. And this is bullshit what's going on. It really is because it's affecting everyone. It's affecting yeah. all of us, and we don't even most of the population, like you're saying, they aren't aware to this yeah. at all until something like Roe v.ersus Wade happens, and then it's affecting you, and you. It now it's like okay, we'll pay attention, but everything that that we're going through, this is unity consciousness as Black women, and that every Black trans women are going through. It's affecting everyone. Yeah. We're all one, and until that's recognized in the world, we will continue to be fragmented and not ascend as, as, as humans and, and as people. So that's really my work with Black Moon Lilith is helping with that. Yeah. Because until people heal the Black Moon Lilith within their chart, even men who have this, yes. if you have problems de- and you demonize, demonize women in your life and power struggles with you know, people in your life, this, is, this can help you. Yeah. And it's through my lens as a black woman, literally the most demonized person on the, on the planet. Yeah. It's, it just makes sense. Like, it it really it does. Does. <laughs>
0: well,
1: that's why I when really I had
0: is. seen and found your work, um, you know, you were already on my list to be on the podcast. And then I reached out to the spiritual gaze and then I was like, oh, oh, of course. Right. Like, like, yes, again, this is, totally your path this is totally your calling the energetics are like so loud so clear and i'm just grateful for your voice in the world because i have not seen anyone else teaching it in this spectrum in this sphere and i'm so grateful for you
1: thank you yeah yeah and then that's what i I, it's like that's what differentiates my work from someone that else that may specialize in lilith or talks about it because i know that that's you know this people's right. Like, I don't care. But for me, I'm, that's what it's, it's personal. Yeah. It's, it's like a deeply, it's not a study. It's literally what I go through. So yeah. I feel like I'm able to really channel that yeah. um, and express that. And so with this new moon, not only is it forming almost an exact conjunction with Lilith, it's, they're in the same sign, it's forming a square to Jupiter and Aries. Mm. So Jupiter expands things. And I know, yes, Jupiter is about luck, but Jupiter helps things grow as well and expand. And Jupiter sometimes can expand difficult things. Jupiter also represents things like like the law or legal system. Venus does as well. It's more justice and equality, but Jupiter is like law, like the philosophy of it and the rules. And Jupiter is in Aries and Aries is a fighting. This is about war. Yep. This is about aggression. This is also um, Aries is a masculine fire sign, so it's like taking action. And when I say masculine and feminine as well in this, I'm talking about energy because we do assign different elements, yeah. these energies, to describe how they move. Yeah. So I have a lot. Actually, I have a lot of masculine energy in my chart. Um, but I have Jupiter and Aries as well, so I know exactly what this is like. And it's just like my bodily autonomy my independence i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna fight for it and and it's it's a fire sign so on top of it jupiter is explaining the flames this is what the truck literally like i couldn't believe that it was going by because i was like this is literally the new moon in cancer
0: welcome to my life where
1: it's so literal (laughs) i literally got i got like um a just like, when, like one of those sites like just has tons of horoscopes on it about like the sweet cancer new moon. And I was like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no. Y'all, y'all have no idea what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cancer rising. And did you hear I was crying, but there was fires coming through that. So that's a new moon cancer. Totally. It's, it's, it's emotional rage. It's emotional outrage. Yes. It's, it's wanting to attack. And, and cancer it represents motherhood. It represents the mother. It's being it's it's attacked and it's angry. Yeah, yeah. it's angry. Motherhood is angry as an yeah. archetype. So it's literally through and through what's going on. I actually wrote in I post my horoscopes at the beginning of every month on my site. Um, and at the beginning of June, I literally looked at this Newman cancer. So I was like, Oh, they're making decisions about what we'll be waiting. It is not, it's not, not cute. Looking, it's not good. It's not looking good. And not on top of that, America is a country the the freaking for, baby formula shortage yeah America doesn't have paid maternity leave America they don't even subsidize our tampons I was just in Spain for a few weeks and they they give free tampons or at least subsidize them if you can't afford it yeah and they give you three three days paid leave medical mm-hmm. leave for your period um there's not not to so mention there's a huge black femicide rate every five now it's down to five hours it used to be five and a half now it's down to every five hours, a black woman is killed, murdered, black trans women. Um, on top of that, we have the school shootings going on, children, yeah. people's children dying. Yeah. And these people want to care about um, death and, and children. And yeah. this is, that's going on in the country. So they're, America's not even creating the climate to want to have kids. When, the, when, when mothers are in stress, or would be mothers or or even just people are in stress. How are you to expect them to want to give birth to anything? First of yeah. all. And second of all, you're shipping t- the right away for them to make that decision. Yeah. So it's 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 creating a climate of of stress and 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 people being scared and not being able to really live as human beings. So who like, and then you're gonna take away this right on top of everything. We're going through a recession. Yeah. So everyone's pissed. And on top of it, uh, America is a cancer.
0: Yeah. Oh, and
1: I forgot.
0: I <gasps> guess what? We're Ooh. in the middle of Pluto return. Well, I was, that was my next note. I've got a couple, cause I like to try to, to take the pieces. So we, we make some clear, like it's clear, but also like very pointed, you know, yeah. like places in this that, um our household, our family spent a lot of time in Spain. We are constantly one foot out and one foot in, you know, and I feel like what the pandemic that Pluto, you know, well, okay. Mm, rewind. I feel like 2020, right. At the beginning of the pandemic, this initiation is just the reclamation, right. It, it it's almost like the, the foreshadowing in the beginning of of our Pluto return. And we just see so clearly as a culture, how we value a dollar. It's a capitalist culture over a life. And we just confirm it over and over and over. It is not a culture of care. It is not a culture of community. And in fact, it's a culture of strategically othering us, you know, boxing us off from each other, creating narratives that actually don't that shouldn't box us off, but do. And again, if we're separated and scared, you know, what do you do when you are trying to win a war? You separate people and you intimidate them and you try to convince them that the other person already gave them up and hates them. This also is the witch's narrative why I identify as a witch. I do identify as a feminist. <laughs> I graduated from an all women's college and I feel, you know, like reclaiming what things really are, right? Understanding that it's, we're just fucking humans too, you know? And the history of, of feminism is messy, but if we can reclaim it and rejoin it is, as a collective, then there's power in the healing of that. And I just feel like, you know, this Pluto Return for the United States again. I'm just not surprised at all the things happening because we do not value a life, and where does life come from? So, here we are back into cancer energy, right? That we are sitting in, that Lilith is sitting in this year, right? And the great mother, divine creative life force, the courier of souls, right? Actually, we are the most powerful if we're gonna get into it because of what we're capable of doing. This is why we are demonized, we are othered, why we're they're trying to control us, the patriarchy, right? And so I just love all of the things that you're offering here because Aries. I, as the mother of a double Aries, I want to offer too, that they are such a fireball. They're such shit stirs, you know, the warrior, but once they become in balance and hopefully educated into wisdom, they become benevolent leaders, how to care for all, how to govern and care for all, right? We're in this really strange mix of moments of like the fucking downfall, massive meltdown, but also the breakdown for the breakthrough. And I also prescribe to exactly as you're speaking about Jupiter, I don't look that he always bring blessings. No, I do not prescribe to that. He exaggerates, he inflates, he blows shit up big old balloon, right? Yep. So I just love that like, again, you're watching other people's horoscopes and energy forecasts and you're like, I don't know what the hell you're looking at. Cause that is not what is happening right now. Like you are a truth channel you were clear. And I'm again, just so grateful.
1: (laughs) One, I don't feel so alone and so crazy anymore. Um, I'm a Scorpio. So I'm I'm very emotional. It's intense. It's really, it is. Because it's real, right? Scorpios are
0: the deepest heart of the Zodiac. It's so tender and so raw and so understands the
1: mess of humanity. Right. And we can get caught up in it. So that's, that's a little shadow of 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 Scorpio, but yes, all of that. Yeah. So
0: in all of this transformation, because we're standing in the middle of transformation and transformation and healing is just fucking uncomfortable. Like this is, you know, when I work with my mentees, I'm like, if you're, if you're uncomfortable, congratulations, you're healing, right? Like (laughs) the potential for it. So in this really uncomfortable space with Aries, with Jupiter, with Pluto, these transformational energies that typically skew on the masculine, on that fire, solar willpower side, right? Let's go back. Lilith is sitting in Cancer. Give us your channel on Cancerian energies and then kind of that specific of what she's there to do in cancer we've you've already talked about it but i love returning to it because there'll be another depth and another thing
1: and another piece yeah um and i love that that's i always have to layer i love that um so cancer and i'm a great person it's awesome yeah rising sign so i know it well and cancer is the mother cancer is a cardinal water sign so Cancer initiates the beginning of summer in the Northern hemisphere. And this is the hot, this is like, it can be the hottest day of the year, but this is when the sun is peaking in, 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 the, in the solar system and, and in relation to our planet. This is when the sun is really peaking. And so things like plants and animals, they need that energy to, to be created, to flourish. I mean, we go out of the winter, which is the opposite. Cancer's opposition, Capricorn, The fo- this is the, the patriarch. So this is her the opposite here. And everything's dead because it's cold. It's ruled by Saturn. So it's a different vibe over there. But when we get to cancer season, this is life at its full peak. And then when we get to Leo, it's it's even more of that. It's like super creation at its full peak. It's the child. That's when we get there. So we're going to this isn't going to end this conversation, but cancer rules over um, tradition, tribe, tribalism, um, your family, your lineage, your heritage. Um, this is tradition in the in a different sense because a lot of people think tradition is Capricorn, and it kind of is, but it's more system, it's the system. Cancer is tradition in terms of the like matriarchy. This is like um traditions like passed down from grandmother great grandmother through through lineage and this is why everyone says um you know a lot of the time you're your mother so whatever ethnicity or religion or what's being passed down it comes through the mother actually that's just something that's orally done in a lot of ancient traditions is actually even africa i'm from my family's from west africa sierra leone and it's very matri. It's like a lot is passed down through the mother. I even have my grandmother's name. It's like tradition for the firstborn daughter to be named after. So, that, and I'm a cancerizing. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it's like things passed down through that through the matriarch. It's the matriarchal energy. Um, and when cancer, cancer's ruled by the moon. That's another thing too. And the moon has phases. The moon is changing every two 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 and a half days. And it's like, Pisces is more like the ocean, but Cancer is, it controls the ocean. The moon controls the tides. So it's very associated with oceanic energy, but the flow of water, it's just, it's a hyper emotional sign because they can walk into a room and feel everyone and everything, things that are even unsaid. So a lot of the time they may get gaslit for their emotions <laughs> because other people can't see it, but you can. And then they realize what you saw, you know, a month, a month later or six months later. So they're the ultimate feelers. And this is why you may see a cancer one day and they're happy. And then like next day, you're like, wait, what's wrong? And they don't even know half the time. Um, And a lot of the time people with prominent cancer placements will um, be very tied to their mother, even if it's a challenging or negative relationship or there was just something there that made the mother more of the prominent position in their life or the, matri- the uh, maternal energy in their life more prominent. Um, and Cardinal also, they are the leaders. They are actually leaders. And what's interesting as well is a lot of the time, they can get gaslit in their leadership qualities because it's such a nurturing, watery, um, emotional energy. It's not like Aries, for instance, which actually squares. It's It's it really doesn't mesh well with cancer. Aries gets that because it's more of the masculine outward expression of leadership, but cancer is the matriarch. It's the matriarch uh, type of leadership, which is very different from the other cardinal signs of the Zodiac. So cancer is the leader. And that's actually one of their biggest lessons in life is to tap into that leadership because Mm -hmm. they have Aries in their career. So it squares that. So it's, they have to get out of their shell. So, one last thing I'll say about cancer is they carry their home on their back. They're the crab. So, and the crab, if you think about how it's made up, it's very hard shell and they have the home and they can hide in it. They're like threatened, but it's gushy on the inside. It's like literally seriously sensitive. And you could easily kill a crab if you really stepped on it or something fell on it. predators go after them. So they probably spend a lot of time on their shell. So that's why they're more of a introverted energy. And that's why they kind of get like, and I I love to use the term gaslit. Sometimes I feel like everybody kind of knows what I mean. But when I say that people don't tend to believe that energy. And I think that reflects in women in in the world and, and how the feminine moves. It has not been Raised up and championed now for hundreds and hundreds of years, so women have gone through a collective gaslighting over the their 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 real abilities, their emotional abilities, their nurturing abilities. I always see on TikTok all these women that are literally saying like, all the work that we do goes unnoticed, and on top of it, we have to take care of half half of the bills and do all the other stuff too, and like. Making sure people go to their doctor's appointments, making sure to be the nurturer, making sure to not only nurture your kids but nurture your husband. Like, there's a lot of things that go unnoticed about just women and being a woman these days. So, cancer, the mother goes is is that's a shadow that is is really gonna be triggered. So, people in their lives during this new moon and cancer, these are gonna come come to you in a micro scale. Family, the home, mother. On a micro as well, you're going to be dealing with that, not just Roe v. Way.
0: Yes. And I want to drop this in because the uh, majority of listeners are members of the unicorn wellness community. And we have a, a new moon tarot reading, new moon energy forecast. But cancer season, you know, like I'm deeply, this is one of the pieces that I, um, that is one of my paths to help teach and to help heal is, is the mother wound, right? We all come from a mother and this is not to demonize or to judge the mothers that we came through. This is just simple fact. We're human. It's messy. The minute we're born, we, we start to die and there are wounds and traumas and, and we just don't get shit. Right. So we are here to learn. Right. And so the cancerian energy being the great mother energy, you've described it so beautifully and so astutely that. I, you know, I sometimes try to nutshell things. So we get, you know, like we get this harness to then move through it of like the great mother energy is really meant to be the person who will hold all your shit. Like, will listen to you scream and cry and go, it's okay, I hear you, it's okay, right? And then they will provide, whether they made it or not, you know, your comfort food, tuck you into the couch and go, here's the remote. And you just Netflix binge, you know, for four days. But on day four, she comes back, right? Snatches the blanket and goes, you need to clean this shit up. And I heard you and I heard you, and I'm so sorry you're going through all of this, but here's where your self-responsibility lies in adjusting, making this better, fixing it, solving it, healing it, get off the couch, get out of my house. And when you come back, we're going to celebrate, we're going to hug it out. We're going to have, you know, like, but you got to get, and I feel that as a culture, like the gaslighting you're speaking of again, so much gaslighting, so much projecting, of the the patriarchal issues of the strength and magic of femininity right that we have believed it you know we are we are now misogynists in our own culture and people this again people don't understand that like you don't need a penis to be a misogynist right like this is the internalized hatred of those who identify as female the power of femininity and so to me, Cancer Energy, you know, we understand the flowy floral dress with cookies, but we don't understand she's got combat boots on under there. Like
1: You just described mess, me. <laughs> right? Like, don't mess with mama. she gonna come no. snatch you up
0: as she's supposed to, right? So like
1: mm-hmm. we're I, I love oh, yes, I just <laughs> got chills. I really did. I really just got chills because this is the this is the new moon Jupiter Square. Well,
0: to me, energetically in the language that I'll use, it also just directly becomes Lilith in cancer. Lilith is nothing but combat boots. She ain't going to take shit from anybody. Don't you other me. That is not my narrative. That is not my story. Take your, you know, like, no, absolutely not. So you can believe whatever story you believe, but you cannot take my truth, my empowerment, and my space. Meanwhile, as a culture, I believe, you know, in in the U S we've been living in the martyrdom of cancer. I'm just supposed to do for everybody. And there's no space for me. And I, nobody ever shows up for me and nobody ever does anything. We've been conditioned for it. For sure. There's a system in place for it for sure. From top to bottom. Right. And, but we don't ask for help right when people do offer help we no, no 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 i know you know this and so i'm not trying to speak for you but the narrative of the strong black woman fuck that because there's oh, no the space to melt down Th- there's no space for it fuck that i don't want that joke and i as someone who like for my narrative i have black moon lilith and cancer so there's a like a lot of extra oh yeah that's you know agree. I don't remember right now, but I'm adopted. The mother that raised me was highly abusive.
1: Like, oh my god, you're the, te- the I'm like the, the layer cake, right? Like, just textbook. For,
0: yeah, totally. That not, not to like not to like say that. that no, I have got wanna, a whole yeah. other podcast in my <laughs> pocket about Roe versus Wade, about Lilith, about Lilith and cancer, about adoption. Because I just I am going to drop it. Because what people don't understand is that one of the ways that Roe versus Wade was able to be you know, overturned was that the written, you know, is that adoption is the viable aspect. It is trauma. So here we're just traumatizing, 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 traumatizing. And that is an entire, another episode that is coming, but the point of this is, is that as a culture, we've been living in the martyrdom. We've been living in the sweet, in the, the stay quiet, stay small, you know, otherwise you're in the way we have just eaten it. And, and now we feel like we don't have anything to say. We're not right. We gaslight ourselves now. Good job, culture. Right. And so here we have Lilith in cancer right now. Right. And so she's like, the hell are we going to sit in that place anymore? right? Like you have to remember who you are. You have to dig into those traumas and those wounds. And here's a pair of steel toed boots. Let's go. Right. Yep. So I'd like to hand it back to you as to like your perspective and the energies that you pull through. Cause they're so astute and so wonderful, you know, Lilith in cancer specifically is pushing us to what In our personal lives, because we've talked so much about the collective as we should, and we will, and we do. But I really drive home and try to that the only place we can change anything that we can cultivate changes within ourselves. So, what do you offer as you know what what is Lila's calling to change in ourselves in cancer right now specifically?
1: Absolutely. So, I really think that wherever you have cancer in your chart this is bringing out the emotional shadows that you really have not alchemized yet from the past. So this it's this can be around anything in your life, but just, let's just take one, one instance, um, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. That was very public. So I'm like, why not talk about it? And that was a big little case. And I just went over it in a recent podcast uh, episode on my own channel. But um, basically that was like, I just want to use that as a macro example for what you could be going through in different areas of, of life. But this was like a big emotional truth reveal. This was a big power struggle, a big legal battle. So some of you may be going through like, like literal legal battles during this, maybe around like inheritances or family or things around the mother. But this is a time of, of dealing with emotional, um, just baggage that you haven't let go of and it's going to get triggered. So this is a big time where triggers can come up and how you deal with that trigger can tell you what emotional baggage that you need to let go of and that you need to sort through. Um, and just before we jumped onto the call, um, or before we started recording, I thought it was really interesting that you mentioned, we were talking about triggers and one big thing for me, actually being a business owner is dealing with like my triggers when people like harass me online or I'd get nasty messages and things like that. And I, I realize that this is happening because I need to let go of what other people think about me. Like I really got to let that go. So the biggest thing you can do during this transit and during cancer season is when you feel emotionally triggered, flip it back inside and, and identify where that trigger is coming from. Even with Roe v. Wade, I did that. I was like, "What's coming up for me?" And I love how there's there's literally like fire trucks going up. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> I think I think the goddess Lilith is, is giving me some confirmation that I'm I'm on the right track with this. <laughs> totally. Um, I literally. I hope you could hear me. I'll, I'll I'll repeat what I just said. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so, examine what's triggering you with Roe v. Wade. For me, it's it's as a Black woman, it's triggering to me. Like if you're, against, if you're against women having the right to choose and um, people having the right to choose, everyone who identifies as female, um, you don't care about black women. You literally hate black women because this is who this will affect the most. Yeah. So I, had to, I, I was like, I need to deal with this trigger. I have the right to stay home and cry. Like I literally cried like I was in a bad mood all weekend. <laughs> like, yeah. But I was like, I'm going to let my, and I already knew, like it's already, we're coming up on the new moon cancer. So I was like, I'm going to sit with these emotions. I'm going to honor them. I'm not going to gaslight myself or feel bad about having them because when we're in cancer season and emotions come up, like I was saying about the collective gaslighting of, of the mother and, and matriarchal energy and the power of it, don't gaslight yourself. Feel into those things. Really feel into those things. Feel into maybe do a tarot reading or do, a, do your spiritual practice and meditate, do breath work. Anything to really integrate how you feel because then next day you can rise up and fight. <laughs> totally. And be out, you know, I went to a, um, a drag march on, on Friday because it was Pride Weekend here in New York. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it out. We were like all like chanting and yeah. we were, it was like a basically, kind of, it felt like a protest. So do what you need to do to fight, yeah. but sit with those emotions and take that time that you need to heal internally. And I know the best thing, and I'm not a licensed therapist, so obviously that is important to do as well. But the best thing for me is when I've allowed myself, because the strong black woman trope where it's like, I'm not going to cry. Like, I'm just going to take it all inside. I'm going to just bury it deep and, and just keep it trucking. I'm an independent woman. I can do anything. I allow myself to cry. I allow myself to feel. Because when you release that, you're, you're, you're releasing that, that reaction from your body. Yeah. And whenever I would get a nasty message, I would cry or I'd get upset. And it's gotten to the point where after I, I really decided with myself, like, okay, I'm going to take this as some spiritual work yeah. and I'm going to block the people or erase it and yeah. keep them moving Totally, not blame myself or shame myself for what I said or anything I did. This is my divine right. This is my path. And I'm a leader of my own damn life as an alchemist. And you're not going to knock me off of it. So that's an approach you can, this is the warrior Lilith's approach, but it's also sitting in your divinity as, as, as if you have divine feminine energy in your chart deeply, if you have cancer energy in your chart, sit with that superpower and allow yourself to feel, allow, heal your intuition because for too long, the divine feminine and, and feminine energy in the world has been demonized for their true superpower of intuition and nurturing and emotion. And and matriarchal leadership. This is the high priestess energy, people stepping into that card, no matter how, no, no matter how, this is a humanity stepping into that card and really elevating the high priestess as an archetype that should be honored instead of demonized for their true gifts that they have to give to the world. And motherhood is a gift. Like I'm really just loving how people who don't have uteruses or people who are religious are just telling people what they can do with their own bodies literally. Yeah. And they, 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 they don't have the rights. Yeah. And so that's Jupiter and Aries is you don't have the right to someone to, to the mother, to, to the matriarchy. You don't have a right to tell them what to do with their themselves. Like you don't, right. especially when you're not paying their bills and doing anything. For well, them. this is like, again, the mess in the United States, right? Like I, it's because- a mess
0: when we talk about the triggers here in, you know, cancer season Lilith being here and like what it triggers for us specifically, and also not feeling like, you know, giving it the space, like your feelings are your feelings and they are valid. And as healing as tears are right. When we release them, if we contain them, they are scientifically, literally toxic to your system. So this, you know, shoving down of our emotions and how we feel, Anger. And again, as women, we are not typically given access to anger because don't be emotional, right? Like we need to get real friendly with that energy real fast, right? Because it is a part of the spectrum of healing. It is valid. And at this point, you know, we talk about how, well, I talk about how anger is really loud sadness, right? It's just the amplification of what hasn't been healed, what hasn't been taken care of, what hasn't been protected. It's just gotten louder and louder and louder and louder until it's explosive. And, and it's just so valid that we have, you know, this somatic release of anger and sadness through our tears. It's a really important part of, healing and cleansing and purging. And, and there's nothing like a set of angry tears to help move you through something, you know, but it's exhausting. So you're going to have to cancel shit and rearrange shit and like make space for it, which is again, seen as a weakness and not, you know, contributed to and supported in this culture. And we talk about being a mother, I mean, as a mother of two and, and have had, you know, one miscarriage and as an adoptee, you know we're just a culture that doesn't support motherhood so as much as a gift as it is in this culture it's actually very heavy and is not supported we we don't have paid time off it's like this hot second your vessel's not even ready to go back to work we're in a culture where it requires a two income household if you're lucky to have two incomes in a household yeah. if you're a single parent you know we have no structures in place to support the miracle of divine careers of life like none And so we're just constantly being squeezed out of our, well, language, I'm gonna retract that. It appears that we are constantly squeezed out of our own magic, right? As couriers of divine life force. And as someone who's adopted, what I'm recognizing now, what's being triggered for me is that this Roe versus Wade is so layered of of storylines that people don't understand but that I've never had body autonomy ever, right? Where I went, who I was with, that that connection of security and safety, and oxytocin—like has it? Have never had it. So this is enraging at so many levels. Of yes, the as a as a person with a uterus who has had children, who is still technically at childbearing age, right? Capacity that. It, it's one thing
1: to be body um, autonomous. It's it's pouring down rain right now. Also, right. by the way,
0: it's it's literally
1: pouring rain all of a sudden. Well, I'm like I'm not kidding. Now I'm going to start
0: crying because I, there is so much anger and rage at the levels of it where it's like for me processing is like I couldn't even process on the level of a female with a uterus, right? Like just the anger of that, it goes completely back to being the anger as a child that's been adopted. Right. And if you know anything about adoption and most people don't, and that's, there's going to be another piece to that of like how women are convinced that this is the right thing to do. How love is the only thing that matters. Like it's and the primal aspects of not having any attachment from the beginning. It is, it is traumatizing. It is your body registers it as you've been kidnapped. Right. So again, these topics of, of body autonomy, like this time, this, this weekend, it was more like the brick of like, I never had body autonomy. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah. But I also recognize that probably as a black woman, neither have you.
1: No, no.
0: And I feel um, yeah. that for white women, they've never had it either, but they don't know. They've been gaslit to think they do.
1: Absolutely, yep. All of us, coll- the collective. The collective, because then there's also the situation of, on the masculine side and on the men's side, there's also that situation of it's like men who. Say that you know they they their counterpart or whoever they're with, someone gets pregnant, right? Men or the masculine has to deal with this as well too. This isn't just a woman issue too. It's the, the father is also there, but at the same time, it's like, this is really going to also highlight and break up what that means too. Correct. Because we've got Pluto in, in Capricorn and it's, it's a little bit of a a wide opposition, but it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and Mars in, in Aries is square Pluto. So we've got that, that yes, there's the warrior with, with, the with the mother and, and the family but also with the patriarchy as well because they're also doing the controlling. So the patriarchy has basically controlled us and the, and it's also a big elite, you know. It's yeah. it's it's serious levels to this, right? This we've just had authority and 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 dominion over the world. Even when we take a look at Africa for instance. I just read an article that we're heading to a hell on earth situation there. Because they rely heavily on the grain from Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. And I'm literally like, that is insane, but this is a product of colonialism and this this dominion, this authority that has been ruling for hundreds of years, breaking up, or or at least that the the it's it's going to really show the true problem that this yeah. has caused as well. I, this is also linked to the Pluto return, but Pluto is also breaking a lot down before it heads into Aquarius next year for the, for the world. Yeah. When it comes to the patriarchy and, and the authority and the control, that's, that's part of um, Pluto and Capricorn because Capricorn represents the opposite of cancer, represents the patriarch and the father, it's father time and structure. But Pluto is that dominant, authority. Also this, the amount you mentioned, um, you're not feeling safe, like you know, who you're going to be around and, and safety and things like that. So the, the violence against women, the femicide all over the world is at a disgusting, alarming rate. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's getting shown. It's now getting shown when we had newspapers back before the internet, a lot of the stuff didn't make it. it. You could actually, you could beat your wife and kill her and, and yeah. it wouldn't be, it wasn't yeah. a crime. Well, this is one so of now my this, this is, is all like coming to the surface worldwide? Right.
0: Information age of like the 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 balance and the imbalance, the exaltation and the disaster of having so much information so quickly, right? Like the, the human nervous system can only process so much, which is also why we're all so taxed. And in some ways, these things have always been happening, right? We just didn't know. And so living in ignorance, we we're not allowed, we're not allowed to anymore. We're not ignorant. We we do know. And I, you know, the education, just what you were saying, you know, about women. One of the pieces I always like to share is that like the rule of thumb, like if anybody knows what the rule of thumb actually is by law, is that men were allowed to beat their wives with a stick no wider than their thumb. So we have these insane. Yeah, you're face. I can't
1: even handle that right now. I know. Now. <laughs> <I'm
0: literally, laughs> like, like that again, as, as women and, and not to um, discredit or take the lens off of anything, but simply as women, right. As a grand blanket, we've never been equal. We were property. We've been property from the beginning. And so again, this like shock and awe of what's being overturned and what's happening. I was like, actually, it's the way it's always been. We had a real sweet second and it wasn't even that sweet y'all. Like it was still a hot mess. So now that we know you know pandora's box we can't unsee it we can't put it back in the box how will we move forward how do we especially as our prominent water signs how do we not get capsized in the fields that are legitimate and really move forward into empowered transition creation and not a revamp but a completely new imagination and implementation of how to create the culture, what I refer to as a life by design, right? right? And and pull out the warrior aspects of Lilith to help heal the great mother energy to, in my opinion, not create a matriarch, but to create equity between patriarchal and matriarchal. Wait, humans, fucking humans. Yeah. Let's just have like, what's it gonna take for us to get to equality
1: all around? So this is like a big message that I say, or, or it's just something about, this is something I say about my practice or about Black Moon Lilith is I believe that once everyone collectively heals these wounds within themselves and a lot of, like you're saying, Black Moon Lilith energy can be mother wounds. A lot of the time, healing that within yourself, it's a domino reaction. It's, it's a domino effect, excuse me. Once we heal it within ourselves on an individual basis, we can help the collective or we can heal within the collective these power structures have to be seen right now just like in your own life where are you allowing others to dominate you or to dictate the structure of your life and and that cycle and that loop and that or where are old destructive patterns coming rearing their head again around this time in your own individual life how can you change that energetically for yourself and of course like protest if you have a chance and speak out against what's going on, but in your own individual lives so on a micro scale,
0: yeah.
1: where are you still submitting? Because yes. Lilith didn't submit. And, and I just think it's insane. Like I, I do have my eye on the internet as a content creator and a big, big message that has really been happening in, they call it the Manosphere. So these are like male led blogs and, and influencers that teach men masculinity that women need to submit and there's this whole resurgence of women and submission and it's it's insane to me because that is not what partnership between the masculine and the feminine energies and i'm putting that in quotes <laughs> you everyone's listening not watching but that's that's the interplay it's not submission or dominance it's everyone brings to the table what they're good at. And we respect people for their bodily autonomy and who they are as, as an individual and as a human being. And everyone should be able to sit in, if they're they're a super feminine person, if they're masculine, they should be able to sit in the energy that the universe has brought forth for them to bring here, to bring to the collective. But instead everything's dominance and it's been that way. Yeah. Especially with organized religion, Like when we, I was raised Catholic, but when we go to the crusades and when we go to um, a lot of just the ancient takeover of, of, um, um, the ancient religions to now it was about control and dominance and patriarchy. And of course I, I, I'm fine with everyone's beliefs and everything, but this is the truth. Like, it's like the literal truth that we basically, it was done through violence and, and authority. Um, and same with the building of our country. It was built on puritanical beliefs. I mean, they literally came from Europe to escape persecution for their beliefs, their religion. And then, you know, we happen, we know what happened here. So it's been about dominance and control, literally in 8 million, yeah. I, I'm, I'm only, I'm going to quote that, but don't think, of, yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm right, but 8 million enslaved Africans were taken in the, maybe it's 13, 8 or 13, sorry, but. We all know that that happens. So that's the ultimate. That's like <clears throat> dominance and control, and and the abuse of authority at the biggest scale. So with this, the final degrees of Pluto in Capricorn, we're really that's that's it's it's going to be ramped up yeah. because it's their last ditch attempt to really continue, but it's not sustainable. I mean, Mother Earth, yeah, Mother Earth. Is
0: dying, and she don't because need of, us because by the of way.
1: capitalism. Yeah, she doesn't. She's she dying. doesn't. That's the thing that we like seem to
0: forget. Like she don't need us. I mean, yeah. she she her own Lilith, right? Like I don't. Y'all make a mess. Go ahead. I don't need you. You guys Mother go Earth I'm in a dying. better space. <laughs> like, so again, how do we care for our mothers? Our relationship to our mothers. Hello, so many connections here. Right? They just continue to to layer in and to circle in that are just so beautiful.
1: My a path to forgiveness in terms of mothers, a, finding mm. a path to forgiveness. Forgiveness is the highest vibration there is. It's yep. the highest vibration there is. And I'm not saying you have to go and cuddle and give right. them a hug or even call them. But when you energetically release that, that what happened in the history and that story and, and you alchemize that lead into gold. Yeah. That's- that raises your frequency beyond belief and you, you let go of that trauma yeah. so that it stops showing up in your face totally. in other ways. That's, that's all that a lot of our reality is so that we can, it always wants to point us back inside so that we can release that emotion so it can stop showing up. Yeah, totally. So forgiveness, and- I think. I know it's hard to, I I find it
0: very important, right? I'm an over communicator because again, people are coming from so many points on the path and they hear words and phrases and then they either misunderstand them, right? We're a very undereducated culture also. So we're hearing words and we're trying to process. And meanwhile, nobody knows what those things mean. And, you know, forgiveness is not make, it doesn't make things okay. You don't agree with them. It doesn't make them right. I do believe it requires a lot of maturity and release of ego of understanding that as terrible as it is, I really do believe that humans are each genuinely trying to do their very best. I know some people's best is really terrible, but we really are. We're working with our own traumas. We're just layers of trauma, particularly in this country, right? So we're just like familial and ancestral wounds on top of feeling familial and ancestral wounds of Trauma. And so people really are trying to navigate their best. There are, they don't have tools, particularly in this country and we're not educated. So it's just a hot mess of triggers all over the place. And so for me, when we forgive, we recognize that they are humans doing their very best. And we go, yeah, that hurt. <laughs> that actually sucked, but I'm not going to carry it anymore. It's too heavy to carry. We can't, we really can't live in with space of non-forgiveness and then hope to move forward and hope healing and infinite potential you have to release to receive. And so to me, this is like the emotional manifestation alchemy. Mm -hmm. If we can forgive, we release the burden of carrying around the shame and the judgment and the, the pain, you know, Mm -hmm. and And then the healing work that I do right with my magical mentees, it's like that will come at different layers over time too. You'll think that that work is done and like, hello, there's like a little tiny thread of it that shows back up, but we have more tools we have forgiven. It doesn't have to lead the experience. If it shows up anymore, it can just be like, Hey, I'm over here (laughs) and we can go cool. Sit behind me. That's fine. Right. You're part of my history. But you don't get to lead this narrative, this story, this experience anymore. Yep. Gosh. Yep. Such a beautiful letting letting it go. Because that's
1: another thing too that Lilith can be associated with. And it's kind of like the sign Scorpio, too. Um, is vindictiveness. Cancer actually can be can be associated with that as well, wanting to want revenge or not letting things go. Cancers are notorious for this, where it'll the, the claw is just holding on emotionally yeah. to something and not like, you got to let it go because it's only eating you alive. Like, I don't know if you ever heard that song, Bag Lady by Erika Baju. That's a very, that's a great Ooh. analogy for this new moon in cancer. I um, wow. should write that down. Okay. Um, but this is literally like yeah the song. So if any of you want to check it out on online, try to find it. Um, but basically the song goes bag lady, you're going to hurt your back carrying around all those bags like that. It's like, stop, like we've got to move on. So I think that's the biggest message for this new moon is moving on from injustice, moving on from past emotionally difficult things and fighting to make a change towards what you truly want as an individual or empowering yourself, empowering you to be the leader in your own life because we have got that Aries energy. Um, I also wanted to mention actually with this new moon, and this is linked to Roe vs. Wade heavily, the chart. So I looked at the chart of, of Roe v. Wade when it was passed and um, Chiron in Aries. This is the Chiron return of the passing of Roe v. Wade in Aries. Yeah. So Chiron is the wounded healer and it represents wounding within the collective on a, when we look at the big transit versus in your own chart, if you have Chiron, you're probably in your mid forties to mid to late forties, early fifties. If you have Chiron and Aries in your chart, you're going through your Chiron return, Roe v. Wade as a document, as a, as a legal, as a passing, it's an election it's going through it's Chiron return as well. So that's a big hand in this and this new moon is forming a square with chiron in aries as well um and mars in aries mars in aries right now activating that chiron jupiter is activating that chiron um so it's just it's really interesting to think about but chiron in aries had a huge hand in this as well
0: yeah it's just the layers upon layers of like we're always exactly where we need to be right things are happening yeah. the way they're supposed to, but there's blessings in the lessons. And I think what I've been a witness of is people are just, they're so overwhelmed that they aren't participating. And this is the issue. It's like, you have to participate and then we can get to the blessings, right? Any mess that there's ever been, there is a rebirth. This is a Phoenix moment, a, a huge potential for the Phoenix moment in my opinion. I...
1: <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs to vote. Voting. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is, yeah, it's just. Even though yes that's and. like,
1: I have no faith in the government anyway, because is the electoral college and we all know the bullshit, but. It's something we can do, you know, so. <laughs>
0: no, I am totally, you know, you and I are, are new to each other, but I am totally all about the tiny and the mighty. The tiny things that in competition over time are the only way that we move mountains. They actually don't happen in these big, overwhelming sweeps. What seems like this big, overwhelming sweep like Roe versus Wade is actually not. It's been 50 years of work. They just have their eye on the prize. To be honest. And we're over here all touchy feely, cerebral, and disconnected from community and actually not practicing what we preach. And I think we're out of integrity, honestly. Like, I think we've gotten so cerebral and cognitive, like, you know, we read and we talk, but actually, but we don't integrate. Like, I think we're in a real transition here of. Of Gemini energy, right? Info, you know, like memorization, regurgitation. Like I know these things. Yeah, I don't give a shit what you know. How do you apply them? Uh, What? Do you mean on a spiritual level? Yeah, I do. I think as a collective, you know, and and that we're on the cusp of this. So again, like the tiny and the mighty. Like yes, go vote. Whatever resources you do have to donate in places, time, money, energy, body, mind, or soul. These are all resources. They matter. Right? And just remember, we we're not meant to do it alone. We're we're just not. So that's, it's not one person's responsibility to fix it or to be the cancerian bleeding heart, right? Lilith says, that doesn't work for me anymore. So I'm gonna go do something about it. It's very simple, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of you, it can be in your career. It can be like, you can be like, literally like walk into your job and be like, listen, (laughs) this is bye, which is actually what (laughs) I did. (laughs) I'm not doing this anymore. Um, this can be in love. This can be in relationships. can be with family. This can, this, this, this emotional release is, it's going to sit and just, it really depends on where you have cancer in your chart and Capricorn and Aries, take a look at that. But, um, it's time to it's time to release what's what's no longer serving and like you're saying with forgiveness it's more about you than them it's more yeah it's it's more about your individual energy and your life and the time you want to spend on this planet what do you want to do on this planet it's about that yeah it's about it's about you so um and I don't want to demonize thinking about yourself (sighs) self-care you know because some people do they're selfish it's like when we when we pay attention to ourselves we're doing the whole collective service (laughs) yeah this is unicorn wellness in a
0: nutshell right like we have to know how to receive that this yeah gosh I think maybe you need to come back if we can because there's so I'm being serious because there's so many places to go with this Right? Like Lilith is so big and she is complicated. It's not simple, right? Not and basic.
1: Is she a basic? <laughs> I know what you meant though by that. I, I <laughs> know.
0: I, I just like, she's not, and Lilith, I'm so sorry. You know, I know better <laughs> than that. Um, but you know, she is about personal pleasure. It is pleasurable to be in a space where I am sovereign, not under your thumb. Right. So she is so much of the empowerment and okay. I want to make tiny little points. And then we will yeah. close out for today because you've been so gracious with your time, but honestly, I've if you're enjoying want-
1: myself, don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> Cause I, I'm like, if you
0: ever want to come back, like, Ooh, please do.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: that Lilith is, is the warrior, you know, she, well, she's the, the goddess that says, no, I, that doesn't work for me. And that doesn't work for me anymore. And I'm going to make the decision to change and do what I want to do. You can tell whatever demonizing stories, right. She's willing to be called a bitch because she refuses to be easy to manipulate. Right. And she does it for her own pleasure, right? This is actually not political. That doesn't feel good. I don't enjoy that. That's not what I asked for. I'm leaving because you will not be in partnership equality with me. So she is so pleasurable. You know, we haven't even gone into like so sexy, right? (laughs) Like so scorpion, sex magic, pleasure for pleasure's sake. Like joy, pleasure, self-care, learning how to receive, remembering how to receive, templating a life that is pleasurable in the small moments. This, it dismantles the patriarchy day to day. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. Lean into also what, what cancer energy means. It doesn't matter your sign. You, you have yeah. cancer in your chart actually. So even yeah. if you don't have a placement there, you've got, you've got it in house. So yeah, lean into that cancer energy and don't be afraid of emotions.
0: Cancers, you know, you know medicine in my book is self-care because they know how to do for everyone else and they often don't know how to do for themselves. And so creating that balance, right, of giving and receiving, to me, this is divine feminine energy.
1: Yeah, that's how the the, the sun and the moon interplay with each other. Yeah. It's giving and receiving. And then our planet wouldn't, Be able to function, of course, without any of the planets, but without the sun and the moon in general, like we literally die. So, if that balance between the masculine, we've got the sun emanating out heat and energy and fire and all of that that we need for life. We've got the moon reflecting that and also then bringing that nurturing at night. So, of course, the dark mother, nighttime is associated with the feminine. So it's a powerful time to work as well so if you're into witchcraft any any of the witches listening and it's a new moon in in cancer it may not be it's not a new moon to me to be like I'm initiating new stuff you might but for me this is like a a, a this is like a dark moon to really release like to do some serious shadow work and like think about what you want to release like I don't know about bringing in really right now but releasing things and writing and journaling and really tapping into the mental part of the magic is I think so powerful to do on this. I do too.
0: I think it's major cord cutting soul work, shadow work, right? Like you said, forgiveness is the big piece. And so if you can, whatever you can release and truly cut ties with that have kept us in the dark, kept us other, kept us small, kept us in shame and judgment. Absolutely. Adama. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you you for sharing your magic, your energy, your expertise. Um, You are just a divine gift to this lifetime.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Will you please tell our listeners where they can find you and your work after this episode?
1: Yes. So you can find me at LilithAstrology.com so there i do free monthly horoscopes they're super fun and i'm going to be launching my july one soon and you can find me on ig and youtube and tiktok under the same name lilith astrology
0: i will add all of those links in the show notes below Yeah. So I just, I I'm so grateful for you. And all of those links will be in the show notes below um, for everyone to refer back to and to find outside of this episode, go follow Adama, be on the lookout for the book and the deck. I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's all about black moon Lilith. So yeah, I have all my, my channelings and
0: do you know the release (laughs) publishing dates
1: yeah so tentatively for both the book and the deck fall 2023 So next year okay just in time for my jupiter return ah well maybe these real people i'm telling you like look at it all day like it really is guys like
0: (laughs) i love it well I'm just grateful. We're going to be on the lookout for all of those things. We all need this book and this deck. I'm just going to say that. And hopefully um, there will be time and space for you to come back. You are welcome any time.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Yes. And thank you, my dear magic makers for listening. I love you. And I hope that your magic spark found you quickly, easily, and magically in this episode. Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or Hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez, and make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just that one